Welcome to RCS. I'm Dan. I'm Nick. We're recording live at Drivers Club. We're brought to you by Avance, Carter Subaru, Drivers Club, Griot's Garage, Haggerty, Rainier Beer, America's Automotive Trust, and Salvo Design. And anything you hear today is alleged. <laughs> it may or may not have happened. <laughs> Just so we're clear. Wit- there's no wit- well, there's, I mean, there will be film editing, but in case you don't know, the four of us that made it on the rally this weekend, yeah. that showed up, uh, Got eventually. it on our schedules eventually, and um, well, it was shortened a little bit by for, the uh, forest fires, for, which we never saw. They were there. Uh, they were Should not there. Well, they there wasn't even smoke. We didn't go. Yeah. Well, I don't know. So, but uh, well, I mean, I left the camera on the trail side to to, to record to see if there's any <laughs> fires. So we're good. Yeah, yeah, it was a more of a dust storm than a firestorm over there. Oh God, I'm I'm still coughing up dirt. So yeah, it's yeah. I wrote yeah. That's open face riders, man. Yeah. Take you, know, you were out front. No, we not, the yeah. three of us don't believe you. It's like we'd get someplace and Dan's bike would be like clean and the rest of us are like. <laughs> I put so much Griot's ceramic three-in-one on that thing <laughs> that I just hosed it off and it was clean. Yeah. Everybody was like, did you take your bike on the rally? It's so clean. So it was a dirt fish for yeah. the rally uh, rally cross weekend. And uh, yeah, they were like, this is the same bike you took on the rally? I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff works. So and, if, you, if you don't know, to give you yeah. a little bit, uh, we decided uh, probably at the beginning of the year we were going to take brand new Honda monkeys, modify them to our own liking, and then do what was supposed to be a three or four day. Four days of riding. Four days of riding, starting in Canada, going all the way to Oregon. Uh, we talked about it a lot. Well, we tried. We tried. And <laughs> we definitely tried. Yeah. The day before we left, they closed sections one and two and five and six, basically. They were on DNR land or Forest, forest Service land. And DNR. Uh, DNR land, yeah. And so they said, no, no recreational activities east of the Cascades, literally, because it was, had been too dry. And uh, yeah, it was really dry. <laughs> Places that normally were giant ruts that were full of mud had were just dust. Thick, like the lightest thick dust. dust. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was, it wasn't sand. It was the lightest, like, silt. Yeah, it was like the consistency of baking flour. Yes. It was awful. And uh, that stuff got everywhere. But we made it. And the bikes, honestly, surprisingly easy i want to say one it. issue that we caused yeah yeah the only yeah. real issue we had was my bike um one of the clutch springs came out of alignment um because i don't think it was ever installed totally right it was really close but i think that was just enough to cause some rubbing on the clutch the bike actually probably would have made it just fine it should have been uncomfortable to stop on with the, you know rubbing there but that was really the only like actual issue we had and it wasn't caused by honda no. And like my rear rack broke. Um, Everything else was aftermarket. Yeah, it was all just aftermarket stuff. But the bike itself, I had stock front suspension, which I bottomed out <laughs> relentlessly over and over and over again. Red. I wish you would have put the other ones in. I had I extreme to, front time, suspension yeah. that blew out. <laughs> yeah. One strut that blew. But um, no, we lost what well, you, you lost your rack and you lost your, your skip, skip plate. plate, right? Yep. But I mean, you lost your skip plate in a pretty good way in the fact that you bashed it off the bike. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. did its job. So I yeah. lost one side pack, but it was a it was getting caught in the spring and it wasn't That's right. completely failed. Yeah. But it was tearing out the bottom and if we hadn't taken it off when we did, it definitely would have ripped and stuff would have started falling out. Yeah. So And I but lost all that a, was aftermarket. A GoPro Hero Seven on a suction cup mount somewhere, I think what section four in the jungle. Uh, in, in the jungle. No, I, we know it's, it's we, actually we know it's after the jungle because just after the we, jungle. we looked at yeah. his his uh, 3D60. Yeah. All right. Well, let's rewind a little bit. Okay. We have our Carter Subaru tip of the week, but it was inspired by our little ride and dust because there was a massive dust storm down in Arizona, which caused a huge pileup accident and killed some people actually. Jeez. Uh, so dust storms are a thing people haven't had to th- think about 
for a while. Um, they're pretty common in the Midwest. Not to say common, but they happen more there. But now we're seeing them more and more because things have been so dry forever. And man, did we ride through some dust. So I got um, uh, Kansas, of all places, Highway Patrol actually has some tips on driving in the dust. And if you're down in the south in Arizona, this is going to be a thing for you. Even up here at some point, I believe in eastern Washington, you might run into this. Um, this also something that comes hand in hand with dust storms is tumbleweeds, which we were seeing more and more of on the east side of the state. And I've seen people do some pretty stupid stuff because they assume it's a rolling brick when it's just a pile of sticks. You can hit a pile of sticks. It's softer than the semi coming at you, just so you know. I'd say that should be an obvious thing, but people are really dumb. So, <laughs> well, and My honest reaction right off the bat is dust storm pull over to the side of the road, but you're probably more of a target on the side of the road than anything. So obviously, step number one is avoid driving them in them at all possible. Don't. Um, don't. Some people just go for it, and I, yeah. I'll never understand that, but a dust storm, one, is terrible for your car. We'll get into that in a second, but it's also, you, you can't see through it. It's, it's thicker than fog. Um, if you're driving through there, make sure, getting towards it, even close to it, make sure your headlights and taillights are on. Turn on your lights immediately. Don't wait until poor, poor visibility to pull over. If you can, not only pull over, leave the road. Don't get on the shoulder. If you can get off the shoulder, get off the shoulder entirely. Get off the roadway as a whole. But if you can, go to a parking lot. Even if you can't find overhead cover, just get off of a moving roadway because your people can't see you. And when I say can't see you, I mean like they can't see like a foot past their bumper. So think about that. Um, let's see. If you're going to, when you find a place to uh, park, keep your lights on if you can, but turn off your car. Super important you turn off your car because all your systems are running and engines work on four cycles. Suck, squish, bang, blow. And suck and squish don't work real well with sand in there. <laughs> in fact, they tend to inhibit bang and blow. Suck sand, you're done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so as good as your air filter might be, it's it may stop it for a while, but it's the, that fine silt sand, like we're talking about, go right through most of our air filters. And if you have an aftermarket intake, <laughs> you've just created a beautiful little vacuum of death for your motor. I feel judgment. Right, feel a little bit. I, a lot of judgment, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I but, feel that most of the time from all three of you, so it's nothing. If you have to pull over on the road on the shoulder, don't ever stop on the roadway. Like I said, make sure you set your e-brake and take your foot off the brake. Think of basically what they're telling you is prepare to be rear-ended. And there are certain steps you do in a car to do that. If you're stopped and you see somebody barely and you have nowhere to go, you set the e-brake and you just stop. Take your foot off the gas. That's the best you can do. And then make sure you leave your seatbelt on. That's a, a common thing people mistake when they get off the side of road fog, ice, whatever, so they take their seatbelt off. Well, that's not going to help you very much if you get rear-ended really hard. Just get out of the car. You'll be fine. Yeah. So, and Good for the skin. Of course, call for help. If you're out there, let somebody know where you're at. Broadcast your position. Um, if Hopefully, you have somebody like following you on Apple Maps or Google Maps or somebody. That's like just a good practice to have in general is to share your location with somebody you trust, but that's another thing you should be aware of so they know where you're at. Where did that happen in Arizona? I didn't actually hear I'm about that. I'm not sure. That. Huh. I saw it on the news the other day. Um, I was really surprised, but now yeah, it's so dry down there and everywhere right now that, uh, yeah, dust storms are becoming a thing. Hmm. Well, imagine with all the smoke in the air, too, from all the forest fires going on. Like, it feels like that would just compound. Yeah. Dust storm plus smoke plus, like, it's just visibility is terrible. Oh, yeah. And I mentioned earlier, and it's in here, if you, if tumbleweeds uh, come with that, obviously dust storms follow a bunch of wind, hit them. <laughs> you can hit tumbleweeds. Even if they're, like, the size of your car, you can still hit them. They are far softer than anything else. So hit. I mean, obviously, you want to avoid things. But slamming on the brakes, getting rear-ended, or going to their lane is just a bad decision. You can hit tumbleweeds. They may look big and scary, but... It's a I've giant hit a, dandelion. Yeah, I've hit 100 with a Land Cruiser, and they just, just go, poof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little scratchy, but Mad Max flamethrowers on the front, just right. Yeah, right? yeah. So with us this week, we have Brandon Ben Powell. Have a shot, Brandon, Brandon Ben Powell. Powell. Brandon <laughs> Powell. Have two more shots, Brandon Ben Powell. Yeah. And Brian Elich. They went in with us on uh, the rally, and they've been on the show before, of course. 
Your car guy, Brian Elich. Your car guy. <laughs> and yeah, we made it 250 miles. We started in Ellensburg or yep. Ellensburg. Yeah, we started Kashmir. in Ellensburg. We rode up to Kashmir. Um, that was actually really short. I yeah, was, was far really short. shorter than fast. I thought. Yeah, and I've done that route, but I was like, man, that was way shorter than I remember. Well, I think we were going a lot faster than we thought. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. a lot of those we roads, especially like when we took off from when we started, like that that gravel went a long way, or not gravel, but the pavement went a long way up. It, they changed that recently. Did they? I was talking to Kyle, and he said that they recently paved a lot more of that than had originally been Yeah, because up top it was a lot nicer, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, when we first got off the pavement, it was it was rough. Some people were going <laughs> fast onto the onto the dirt. Brian, we, we were going normal speed. No, we were going we faster than we anticipated. We were going normal speed. You we're riding wheelies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we learned the limit of the carriers. Okay. On, one on less a, tire on the gravel. One answer. less likelihood of. How slipping. many times were you doing wheelies where you almost went off the side? Of Every time I was doing okay. wheelies, <laughs> I'm not good at them. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Every time I tried to bring it up, it either only went up one inch or way too high. Your best one was in downtown Chelan. I'll be lying. Yeah, that was <laughs> coming back from the car wash. I wish there was a pucker factor there a little bit. Yeah, so. right through the yeah. light. Yeah, <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly, allegedly, somebody so. on a monkey was doing wheelies in Chelan. It's so weird. Exactly. So it wasn't yeah. us. We wouldn't do that. No, but I mean that fir- that first day was. I mean, there was a lot of like teeth shattering. Because that is the first days when we went through the not well, not the landslide, but the what was it called? The well, I mean, we went through a landslide. We went we, through like the burnt forest, and yeah. we went through the mud slide, the the washout. That's the what washout. it was. The, yeah. washout. the washout was the name. Yeah. Beehive washout. Yeah, beehive washout, which is actually which that was my fu- favorite part of the that trip. That was fun. That was I my had, favorite part of the trip. I knew it was coming, and we went through, and I was just like, oh, this is great, just hopping over the tops. It was so fun. I thought I, that was a lot easier. Very, it would have been very different on a big bike That's oh, what yeah. was, or, or a vehicle. Yeah, yeah, vehicle, it would have been challenging. I feel like the monkeys in that area, it seemed very and wide and open. Yeah. And it was like, oh, this we, we're blowing through this. Shout <laughs> out to our, our, our two follow vehicles that day, by the way. Speaking of big vehicles going through there. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, Ryan Rickert yeah. in his Toyota. His Toyota. And then, and, uh, and then level 10, Donovan in his Dodge <laughs> 2500. That's yeah. a big truck. That and is he, a and he big threw that truck. He used that truck both days. I mean, there are times when we stopped on the bikes, and I was like, oh, it's going to be a minute before he gets here. And, and boom, he there he is. Flying down the trail. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That guy knows how to wheel. Yeah. <laughs> it was super fun. That was yeah. the day where you went up that steep incline, parked up on that hill in the shade. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there he is. And then Ryan came up and went straight up the same up thing. The other side. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. there he is. <laughs> <laughs> parked up there. I mean, some of the views we had were just incredible. Those views never got old. That was the best part of that. Um, I mean, those bikes, you can appreciate it a little bit more, I guess. I don't know. I felt like I could just enjoy the view a little more. Oh, yeah. again, Dan was out front the whole time. No no dust, no smoke. And then also, I couldn't because I was so worried about falling, which I did once like the second day. Um, I have it on video, by the way. Did you get it, it on video? Great. I have it on yeah. video, too. It's kind of weird because the dust we're talking about is so bad that <laughs> all of a sudden, me. <laughs> I, I, you, you see you two in front of me, and then all of a sudden just a cloud, and then all of a sudden you see you standing up and picking up your bike. And I was like... Ooh, what that actually happened? looks kind of cool. It was it was it was an uphill about seven miles an hour. I came into a rut, and like it's one of those ruts that had it been a little bit of moisture would have been fine. It would have been, but perfect, it was actually, probably it six fun. inches of just that silt, and it took my wheel and just cranked it to the left, and I went down. Yeah. So. Well, the problem was that we had these big rocky sections, and they would kick your wheels a little to the left and a little to the right, and that was fine. But you'd come out of those immediately transition to the deep silt stuff, and if you'd been kicked a little bit sideways and you hit that, and it happened to me twice. Uh, the first time I went down very similar to the way you did. The second time it just kind of just laid down between my legs, and I just sort of stood there. I'm like, oh. Pick the bike back up and kept going. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing. Like, it's literally you hit the the rock, it would kick you a little sideways, and you come out onto the silt, and then 
down you well, go. Well, in those ruts, I mean, the 44s had to have made them. They were huge. Yeah. And the bikes were getting swallowed. And then you they couldn't have six ride, or eight inches of silt at the, the bottom. Of no, yeah. you were not so, getting out. So, no. yeah. And you're going uphill following someone else's just know, dust storm. And the next thing you know, your bike's doing whatever it wants to do. I was laughing during, during the, after the first day because I realized that I was intentionally riding terribly to get traction and move that bike around because it's everything opposite of what you think. A big bike, you stand up, you kind of keep your weight balanced and you're riding the front wheel, letting the rear wheel just kind of keep up. These bikes don't have power and you need traction. So I'm like sitting as far back on the seat <laughs> as I can. Well, just keeping the front end up. Yeah, while keeping the front end up and like just kind of like steering it with my butt, which is just... Come on, let's be honest. It's because you didn't have good shocks. Uh, it was because I had terrible shocks <laughs> in the front. And then You compensated really well for that. I did. I mean, you really did. Yeah. And I'm riding on the balls of my feet instead of the center of my feet trying to like hold the case. But if I didn't, I didn't have enough suspension in, in, the, in the rear either. So I'm using my legs as suspension. My knees are yeah. still sore, by the way, from just like holding onto the bike and using my legs as in addition to the suspension of the bike. Because the front end would collapse. So I'd intentionally kind of bounce it just a little bit to get the front end up over big stuff. <laughs> and then let my legs take the abuse. I was, was laughing because I, I had this image while we were riding. Like we were, we were badass. We were out there riding <laughs> in the dirt. And then I watched your video and <laughs> it looks like a bunch of Oompa Loompas that are going home from work at the jelly. Like we're really big on these bikes. Like, oh, yeah. You don't realize it. Like every once in a while when I drive by a window, I'll see it. But like Monkeys I was watching the video and I'm like, I can barely see the bike. Like yeah. I can see me. But where's the bike? Well, yeah. That made it more challenging though, right? Because yeah. the tires are smaller than some of the rocks we were trying yes. to go around yeah. or over. For, yes. So, like, we said it. If you're going to get in a bad position, just stop and you put your feet on the <laughs> ground because you probably could stop yourself from falling. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I did many times. <laughs> <laughs> so like the first wheelies. We, we started in Ellensburg. We ended up in Cashmere, and yeah. then we went. We basically took 97. North. Took 97, which was. <laughs> I, I never want to do again on a, on a monkey. Like <laughs> big trucks that go by. Big trucks going by. One, our, our bikes don't do fifty or sixty. And then Brandon, Brandon, Ben Pal, and I have the same Yoshimura exhaust, and we'd get next to each other. <laughs> wow, 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 wow! It was just like, oh my god, I want to get off this bike. Well, what was crazy is we drove all day up in the mountains, and we all went down like one bar of fuel. And then we drove 30 minutes on the highway, and all of us went down seven. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like, goodbye. Not you're real done. fuel efficient at 60 <laughs> miles an hour. Yeah. No. no, and I was. They're pegged. Yeah, so they're four speed transmissions, and we are all fourth gear pinned <laughs> the yes. entire way. Like it's 100%. And then I'm. Every once in a while pulling over so cars can go by. Yeah. yeah. And if you. You're so big on those bikes that if you like lean back, you oh, drop yeah, you like five miles five, an hour. Yes, 100%. <laughs> it was amazing to lean forward, and you felt like an idiot. Like you felt like you're trying to show off or something. But if you leaned over, you would pick up five, six, seven, eight miles like, an hour yeah. pretty easily. <laughs> I almost crazy. stopped to take the visor off my helmet because every time I'd bring my helmet up, my, the visor would catch wind and my head would go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you guys both had open face helmets. I mean, that was. I mean, minus the fact that you wouldn't be actually get your microphone inside your mouth. We could hear you, not the wind miss. I mean, I think that was the fun part is we had, we had the Senna uh, communication devices, which we'll say we figured out how to use now. Um, yes. we were having, we were, was, we were there having, was challenges. We were yeah. some update issues. But the best part was you'd be on your, on your, in your helmet and you're trying to think like, okay, what sound is that and where is it coming from? Is it coming yeah, from Dan's bike? bike or is it coming from your, bike or Nick's or bike? Or is it happening to me and I'm just hearing it like rattling yeah. through my microphone? But that was, it was, that was fun. The banter, unfortunately, I don't think we captured it, but it was pretty good. It's probably best that it wasn't because there was <laughs> definitely some colorful moments, but... Okay, uh, and I have to say this, and even though it was an insult to me, I don't. You and you will know the phrase. I don't remember what it was. I was. We were all just talking massive crap, and the gist is Brandon Pell stops and goes, 
do you hear the things you say in your head before you say them? <laughs> and I was like, oh. Does it sound more oh, intelligent that's, that's in it. your head <laughs> that is, that's before it, yeah. it comes out of your oh, mouth? And I was like, oh, that hurts. Once it's it so actually true. comes across yeah. the lips, it's something different. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it was absolutely hilarious, but I was like, okay, fine. That's how it is. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take our first break. We'll talk more about our bad decisions when we get back. We spend an average of eight hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens. Laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. For people who love cars. And we're back. What did you guys, uh, starting with you, uh, Brian, what did you think, what was the, the most surprising thing for you on this ride? Like, what, what happened that you expected or that you didn't expect? Uh, I think you guys have got me, you had me hyped up that we were just going to never make this happen without breakdowns. And these bikes took a beating and they did not, they did not fail. I, I mean, you guys were saying I'm doing wheels. I was driving that bike as fun as I could and did not have one issue with it, I was I was blown away. I was like, it almost made me want to keep it. When you stopped that one time and the, the Dodge was airing down, we're all like, oh, dude, you got a flat tire. <laughs> Which it really sounded like that. Yeah, It, it, it totally did. did. You know? I agree with you, though. Yeah. No, I, I, really, I did. I expected massive breakdowns. I expected us on the side of the road changing tires, um, you know, at least. I expected one of us would at least get, at least one of us would get a flat or bend a rim. Yeah. Not to the point where we'd get stuck, but it would be like a, a problem. And I expected a clutch to go out entirely. Mm-hmm. Our only failure was like our install on that spring. And I expected my front, my front springs, I expected to blow my fork seals entirely. Which is ironic. The whole trip, <laughs> I thought my fork seals were going to be blown because I heard that suspension hit metal on metal a hundred times a day. And not once. It was more like 100 times an hour. Yeah. <laughs> I could hear it from my bike. I was yeah, going to say, we yes. heard it and we yes. weren't on it. Yes. Yeah. It's like, bam, yeah. bam. And it's, it's unsettling. You feel it all the way through the bars and your shoulders. It's just like the suspension fully compresses and it's metal hitting metal. And it still, like now, works just as good as it did when I got the bike. <laughs> well, I think the other thing that, you know, I was unexpected is, you know, all four of us, we know each other, but you don't know each other when you're doing something so drastic none of us have ever done. And like you said, we even though we had communication issues, once we got it rolling, we were all just having too much fun. Like I knew yeah. it was going to be fun. I didn't know it was going to be that much fun. Yeah. So it, I will uh, say I don't know that I expected failures. I think for me, the thought process was always very much around if what kinds of failures would cause us to not be able to finish, and how do we make sure that we're prepared so that if that kind of failure happened we could keep going because that was my biggest fear was something happening to a point where we couldn't continue because I really wanted to see this thing through to the end. And so I wanted to just make sure that we had the provision, the capability, the tools, the spares so that if something you, happened... You made sure because you had Donovan with a full-size <laughs> truck and enough to be, rebuild a bike minus the frame with us. So, Yeah, that's true. What, 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 what surprised you the most on the trip? I think besides the that last turn, that we'll last talk turn. about the we'll crash later. later. No, I'm not, I'm not bringing it up. I'm just saying, right. yeah. he's still trying to figure that it out. That definitely, yeah. that definitely surprised me. Yeah. But I think just the amount of fun. Like, I think you know, as a you know, my role is program management. That's what I do for a living. And so thinking through the risk mitigations and management and time and schedule and you know route and all those. Like, I think I got so turned up in my own head around just the program management of it 
I didn't get to stop and really think about how much fun it was going to be. And so I think getting to the end of it and looking back and it's like, holy crap, that was fun. Like the amount of fun we had. I mean, every time you ride the monkey and people always ask about this, you know, if you have more than one bike and like it's smiles per hour, like it's so much fun. And just doing that, but in a setting that it was never really designed for, it was magic. Yeah. Like if you ever get the opportunity to do something like this and hopefully that will come up, like yeah. go do it. Don't run, hesitate. Don't do it. Run, run. Go, no, go do <laughs> it. I am percent go do it. Yeah. yeah. Do it, do it, do it. Cause it is a ton of fun. And and if you can do it with people like this and you know, I kind of mentioned these guys and we'll talk about the crash again later and about my wife and kind of, I was worried about how she would <laughs> react cause she never wanted me to have a street bike. I had a, I had the same Ninja that Tom Cruise rode. Technically, in you still don't Top have Gun. a street bike, so we're just I, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. And <laughs> I had that bike when we got married, and she's like, "I will never be one of those wives who tells you what to do, what not to do, what to buy, what not to buy." But riding on the road makes me uncomfortable, and so I was kind of worried. Yeah. And so I went back, and she's like, "Man, if you can do the kinds of things you did with people who having fun with people who are fun, like I would never ever take that from you." And it was a ton of fun. Like, that's the thing that's probably just the amount of fun we had yeah. in such a short period of time. I, I agree. I wish it could have gone longer. I wish we had done the full four days. Me too. Next going to happen. Think? I was going to post the question to you. Oh. Um, boy, that's a tough one. As I, th- I know they took all the good answers. Well, I mean, yeah, for, sort of. I was sort of shocked at how well the bikes did. Uh, that I, I knew mine would make it just because I've, I've ridden Hondas my whole life, especially my little Honda 50. That thing got beat so many times and I just, you know, kick it 30 times. Eventually it would start up again and go. Um, and then, yeah, the amount of fun. I think I was, I was surprised at actually how easy it was. And I don't mean that in a, like, none of us had any riding skill kind of way. In the fact that it was like, this was so doable. Far much more than I expected. We, we used less fuel than I expected. We crashed less than I expected. And I don't mean like hard crashes. I didn't expect anybody to get in like a major crash or a major accident, but I expected more fallovers and, yep. and yeah. more delays and things like that. But it was really like we took a, a pretty easy pace, I think. Um, I wouldn't say easy. But we, were say we, cruising. we were cruising. We were, we were hauling butt. <laughs> but you never stayed on the bike so long that you were unenergized to continue going yeah, have like, a fault. Like, yeah, at no we, point. It we was really like, did oh, about I'm an hour and just... I'm exhausted. It was like, no, I can keep going another three, four hours. This is great. And there's no too many good views to not and stay like, there was oh, still we're just going to stop when you got back on the bike. I'm not oh, going to lie. Oh, there was yeah. an inner thigh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, you all know that, that you've been doing it too long and now yeah. you just, it's miserable. We never had that. It was like, oh, this view is stopped. We just have to stop and see this. And then it was like, okay, you're right. You get back on the bike. You're like, okay, I got to go another. We never went long enough again to like hurt something. I had yeah. to keep reminding myself. I told you guys like, and my Saturday, my hands were like this. Like I was gripping oh, so, so hard, hard. <laughs> like going yeah. through some of those sections, trying to control the bike. I said that a few times on the yeah. radio. I was like, loosen up your yeah. hands, guys. <laughs> that was like, good. I was like, I know this feeling. I know what people are doing because I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm doing that thing again. Yeah, you get so. the arm pump. and Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, you guys took, I mean, the, the amount of fun we had, I obviously was saying it, you know, I was joking and I kind of meant it. I didn't think we were going to come back, but I, I really thought we were going to have a ton of breakdowns. I didn't have a lot of faith in the bike. And when I look at back at, and Dan talked about it, we all talked about it, I think maybe at breakfast or something, that, how that bike is tested and the fact that it's run through monsoons, it's run through, and it's built for, for an initial environment over at the Monkey Cafe that you found in, in, Thailand. Uh, in Thailand. Yeah, it's built for Thailand, it's, yeah. These bikes are ridden off-road there they're, and on street tires. They're beat up there. So they're, and Honda builds them to be long-lasting because there's a lot of people that buy these things that it's their, it's their family car. <laughs> Yeah, and they're running around on. You're it. not so, kidding over there. Yeah. You've seen three. I've seen three up on them over there. They don't even have rear pegs, but yeah. you'll see it over there all the time. 
So I, I, the reliability I thought was going to be an issue, and I was, I was pleasantly surprised, obviously. I thought we were going to be spending a lot more time, which I thought would still be fun because, I mean, that's the most that we talked about in our meetings was like, okay, we need a tarp because if we, something breaks down, we're going to have to be able to see if it falls off the bike. We did use it. No, I know we I did. used the tarp. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Harbor Freight. We had eight <laughs> gallons of extra fuel yeah. in the truck, and we <laughs> stopped and refueled one time a which, couple of gallons. Which we wouldn't have that's had a to great had picture, we not Dan, known that we had it. Yeah. Because we could have filled up we midway absolutely or something. We would have made it. And we wouldn't have had to do it. We would have been fine. Because we went from Ellensburg to Kashmir, and all four bikes took a two and a half gallons total, yes. like between all four yeah. bikes. I, say, I think we probably used... I think, honestly, maybe 20 bucks worth of fuel. Super leaded. I, I estimated whole, three to three and a half gallons total for the whole trip. Yeah. yeah. So that was, I don't know if there's any cheaper fun you can have. The hotel in Chelan was expensive, and that was it. Yeah, like, was other it. than that, I think if you, if you had to, to camp, like if you could have done that, and you, this trip would have probably cost us 50 Absolutely. bucks. I was, I was really happy to shower, though. Oh, <laughs> God, yeah. I'm so glad to have a shower. <laughs> and a that warm three up, of them. That brings up a good point bit. in the fact that I wonder how these bikes would do with fully loaded down with gear. I mean, I know they'd still do it, but I'm saying I don't know if there would be – like there were sections, and, and we've, we've talked about it. We were doing 30, 35 miles an hour off-road. But I think, I think we learned a lot there because – I would change. I know I set my bike up to take all my gear. I was originally thinking we would. We'd take a tent. We'd take, right? And then we guys like, no, we're going to have this hotels. And so I was like, I, I changed again. I would change it even again now that we've done it. And mm-hmm. what you take, where you put it, how you put it on the bike. Mm-hmm. And you could take way more stuff. Uh, yeah, but you, you're taking only what you need. Um, I was waiting for your fuel bottle under your wheel to like spring a leak and then I am so be like fire coming out the back of that bike. We didn't need it, but <laughs> yeah. it was mounted great. I It worked out well. Yeah. I think it was totally doable. I think if you had the aftermarket expen- ex- uh, <clears throat> suspension like we had oh, yeah. and you set it to the right setting and we put extra gear in it, I think it absolutely would have been doable. Yeah. yeah. So free plug for two-wheel dyno works. Um, there's who did yours, right? Yep. Yeah, so that's that's who I'm going to go back to as well. Um, Donovan did yours. Yours held up fine too. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go back to them because it's hard to find a good suspension tuner, and I'd say that's probably the biggest, biggest thing these bikes need. Other than that, I think you could probably do it bone stock. Um, the clutch probably would be shot on a bone stock clutch, but I don't think you, I think the pressure plate and the springs is probably enough to get you. That's through. all I did. I yeah. didn't do p- clutch plates. I, I don't think anybody burned a clutch. I don't remember. I, we didn't. I was the only one that had a aftermarket clutch. Though. Yeah, but I'm saying I don't remember any of us going. Oh, mm-hmm. I burned my clutch or um, ever. So yeah, as far as mods, I think just suspension and some clutch springs and a pressure plate. I think and you'd, be you'd, you'd be it. That's really like the only things I would yep. say. I would say are probably had required. To have, yeah, had to have. I don't even know that you'd have to have the clutch springs. I know that it would make you just smoke it by the. Yeah. You're, but even just your feel, like upgrading those and having a little bit stiffer, because it's so easy when it's brand new. It was like, because I think mine were like 60% better, right? Stiffer. Yeah. And now I have something there to grab. I think we're, at least for me, I was changing gears so much going up those hills because I didn't do a sprocket down. Oh, that was like one you guys thing did. that was, you didn't, not required, but that was a huge help. Was yeah. Doing the yeah. one down for, sprocket. For those of you, all three of you that did it, <laughs> right? There was plenty of sections that were a good upgrade hill and you could ride second out the whole ride and i would go up and down up and down, i, up I and had down. to because it was revving out yeah. first and then i had to go to second and as it would bog down i'd have to go back and so yeah um, i'm glad i definitely did the you speaking know, of which clutch, i had no idea like uh, speaking of abuse the bike took and i was glad i changed my oil but i don't think it was necessary i did it because we changed the clutch parts out uh, but that bike revs like crazy. It like does. I revved that thing high and hot all day. Yeah, yeah. and I'm 220 pounds right now. And I think they said 11,000 RPMs or something on that bike. 
I just, that thing was revving to the moon all day for all of us, and it never skipped a beat. Like, at no point did I get, like, there was a couple times when we got. Ours, think, ours overheated. Brandon and I's. Yeah. Oh, well, we, I mean, not, well, tend to not overheated. Compared you're, to our gauge, gauge said that it was we hot. Got, we got to we 270. True. On, yeah, on, so yeah. going up the jungle, which, <laughs> by the way, anybody who knows the Washington Backcountry Discovery route, the Wabder, knows that is a difficult section. It was truly difficult. It was the, the hardest. Hard. It was by far the hardest, but it was fun. I loved the challenge it of fun. it. It I was just, like, bouncing up that hill. Yeah, that was passing good... you on that corner was the, one of the funniest things because <laughs> we were both trying to get up here and and like the, what you don't realize is so Dan was leading and Dan was no, sort of Dan like was gone well, nav no monkey. no but he was like our nav monkey he'd be like okay guys there's a bump on the left like, and Brandon and I came into this corner and Brandon went high and he saw me in his in a, we were, and it was just you know, this competition kicks in oh like, yeah Brandon Brian and I had it everybody had yep. it like you'd get next to somebody and be, like the road would be nice and all okay. of a sudden you you going a little faster. Going through that corner was so nice. I will say the one thing that I wish I had done, and I mean, I will do is, is, is the power upgrade you guys did and the fact that you had your GoPros powered, you had your phones powered, things yeah. like that. Oh, so, yeah. Made a big difference. A huge shout out to um, Quadlock. 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 Oh, yeah. And the Quadlock system. Incredible. Yeah. Yep. All of our flawed, phones would like. be fried if, if we didn't have the Quadlock and the anti-vibration uh, settings. Yep. And that thing, Quadlock was, yeah. They yeah. didn't pay us for anything, no. and they didn't give us anything for free, but they earned their money I gave them. That is for sure, because yeah. I had my iPhone on the entire time, plugged in and charging, running the mapping system Same. for Onyx, and yep. like the whole trip. Our one downfall with the mapping system was the fact that our phones were overheating from being on yeah. the bike. That's it. Yeah, it yeah. was too hot up there. It was like, you know, it was probably good 80, 85. And they were directly in the sun. Directly in the yeah. sun, yeah. That Powered. Was so they didn't turn off. They just dimmed the screen. Mm-hmm. To, and then I couldn't see the screen. But luckily, it's, you know, once you take a minute, you can find yourself pretty easy with, your, with the maps. But, yeah, I was <laughs> full charge the whole time, covered in dust, beating the crap out of the phone. But plugged in the entire time and powered my GoPro the entire time. Invisible and usable, and yeah, yeah, it was pretty fantastic. It worked really well. I, I, I'm still surprised. Like, I mean, and really, we're really not that beat up. Yeah. Like, I mean, I minus all from the, the bikes. Well, I'm saying, like, from the Wabber, <laughs> like, like. I've got cuts and scrapes, and I, I think I collected more bugs in my, my knee, knee guards than anybody. I, I got in my teeth. Six grasshoppers, three bees. Uh, so I don't know how I didn't get stung, but it was. You didn't swallow as many as Dan did. I swallowed well, no, and a I lot had, of I, bugs. I, I had a face mask. So, yeah. <laughs> had a bee hit me right in the lip, like five minutes into the ride. Maybe five minutes, yeah. yeah I'm just like. Oh, I'm not allergic, but man, it hurt like a mother. We were all betting on it, though. If Dan starts learning his face, and going <laughs> we were kind of so hoping. Weaving, off the, ready just weaving in case. off the road, yeah. So it was a lot of fun. I mean, I, I cannot wait to do I've done a lot of driving kinds of things. I, this will sit at the top of that list probably forever. I don't know how we'll top this. Doing it again? We'll go Doing again. again. We'll <laughs> definitely do it yeah. again. I've gone Says again. the one guy that sold his bike. Well, I mean, <laughs> you could one. buy another one. No, you I, already yeah, said that maybe next oh, time you will okay. include other bikes. Well, maybe yeah. a Grom needs I mean, to be in that mix. Oh, I think a Grom. I think I think a Grom would I think be great. Just look awesome. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can definitely build them that way. Well, you know, we talked about it earlier. How would you bring all your gear? I'm uh, looking at that bike. That would be that would be the challenge on a Grom. Yeah, because I think the Grom could no mod it easier and have more fun with it, just based on how it looks and rides. But uh, taking stuff with you would be a hard. big camp, like <laughs> camping backpack, and just go like you could do a if you did it right. Minus the bike replacement parts for the bike, which really aren't that. Knowing knowing what I know now, I don't. I think I would carry a plug kit, not even bother with spare tires, and I would probably carry just a master link, a couple of clutch parts, and. The I heaviest, would do. I would do. Thing would be a quart of oil. Well, I think uh, Brandon's toolkit. That one he rolled out when I needed oh, to clean yeah. my air filter. Nice. Yeah. Now you guys were smart. Put you know pre filters on. 
Um, I decided not to, but <laughs> we got halfway through it and was like, yeah, I need to, I need to dust this thing off. It sounds bad. Pre-filter worked, but I wouldn't say it was like the end. It was, no, it was easier it was to clean than, than mine was. It was quite a bit better. Like I was yeah. cleaning mine after Brian was cleaning his. I was looking them side by side and the pre-filter kept a lot of no, out, Outerwares is not a joke. They're really good stuff. There's just only so much you can do for silt. Well, right? and the way his, his face directly forward, ours yeah. are sideways to too. Side, so yeah. yeah, a little bit better, but I wonder yeah. if you could build a, you could. You could easily fabricate out of some sheet aluminum a steel a guard right in front just a, just a block. It would it wouldn't you would probably lose a one percent of performance because yes. it's open air still, but it would block the dirt from That's the front. That's a lot wheel. of the monkey. You <laughs> put your oil wheel. cooler right there if you did an oil cooler. <laughs> Fill that with dust. I'll, I'll be honest, <laughs> I think oil coolers that were where they were they placed on monkeys, we would have broke beat the crap out of them. You think so? Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. you would have just shot rocks at it. You yeah. would have shot rocks at it, first of all. Survived. And two, the wheel articulation coming up and down. I mean, I had one on the, on my monkey, and that's what happened. Coming into my parking garage, it bottomed out and, and hit it. So it was installed right, too, just so we're clear. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. The cafe racer. <laughs> yes. It was right there with you. Yeah, no, it did. Yeah. It, it absolutely so. did great. Like I said, all these bikes just took a beating. I accidentally built a cafe racer. I kept looking at cafe racers and accidentally built one. I was like, and Brandon built an off-road bike. We, we all said that. Like, you built the million-dollar monkey. We joke. And then I built the cafe racer. Oh, and I was in between. I, yeah, it, you built the dad bike. You could, yeah, you you could take it off-road. Yeah. You could ride in the city. Yeah. And then Dan was like, I have all this stuff. I just haven't put it on the bike yet. I'm just keeping, I kept mine in stock as long as possible because I expected more damage. Yeah. And it just didn't happen. Yeah. I think the diversity of builds yeah. was actually very cool. And the fact that all of them performed. I think a testament to the Honda Monkey platform yeah. that you could do so many diverse it, things. If I could change all, one of our bikes, though, I would put mirrors on Nick's bike because so would you Nick. know how many times <laughs> so Nick was Nick. like, no idea somebody's coming up behind him. Nick said, no idea somebody's going around him. Nick's like, eh, I went through that corner, but I can't see nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Well, I mean, maybe that's something, maybe that's a challenge we'll do on the next one is somebody will take a totally bone stock monkey. And we'll see how it does. I mean, just, I think it'll do just fine. Suspension would be. I mean, we'd, it's going to have to be a light. Depends on the weight of the person. Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah. It's going to have to be a lightweight person. But maybe we just change the suspension. But I think I'd be curious to see with a, a stock clutch, stock drivetrain, everything. Yeah, previous guest Linnea, she's you know racing. Yeah, uh, bicycles, and she was like, "I am so jealous. I so want to do that." I said, "You'd be the perfect one to do it." It's like somebody who knows how to ride and who could is the small enough to ride a stock bike. I can convince her to do that. Yeah. She'd figure out a way to just pedal it to the top and be right. faster than all of us. I so, go, yeah. We'll go talk to the guys at Fluid Ride and be like, all right, we yeah, got an here idea. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> We've seen one of those guys on the trail. I think that was one <laughs> of the <laughs> most surprising. Some guy on a mountain bike like, just pedaling up with a backpack. And on. He You're was like, a ways up there. He yeah. was moving. Yeah. Yeah, we've passed some guy in the middle of nowhere back to Discovery Route. It's 90 degrees out above Chelan, and there's some guy on a pedal bike. It's like coming along up the mountain. I'm like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> we only saw one group of cars, like five cars and one bike. That yeah. was it. On the Africa Twin. Yeah. Really nice Africa Twin, so, too. Yeah. That was, I mean, it was incredible. Like the times you could kind of pause and look out and see the, the, the environment you were going by. And I mean, you don't realize the altitude you're at. And I'm, those, that's another thing. Those bikes did really good at altitude. Yeah, they were so, yeah, 5,000 feet a few times. They yeah. didn't skip a beat going up or down. No. My ears popped a bunch, but yeah. <laughs> I wish I'd I, get down. I'd be like, I can't hear anything. I'd yawn. I'm like, oh. No. <laughs> oh, you know another thing I would do? Uh, just a cheap set of bark busters. Not a, yes. Nothing special. Yeah, just plastic def yeah. deflector I ones. Agree. Not the kind that connect on the side, but just deflector bark busters. Because yeah. there's so many times I, my, my gloves took the abuse. Yeah, I, I had no gloves, and I got a couple <laughs> of scrapes. Yeah. You're not wearing gloves? No. No. <laughs> or long pants. I didn't pants. know that. Well, I mean, I knew the pants. I was there with you on that one. Brian's <laughs> the glutton for punishment. Yeah. 
I, I, but that's I, the thing. If you wheelie, your tire yeah. takes everything. <laughs> yeah. right. Hey, I was the only one with a full face helmet, though. So, yeah. I, oh. I, I think we should all apologize to the, the housekeeping uh, that had to clean oh, up the bathrooms. I, I mean, I took a shower and I washed myself three times in the shower and got out. And so still, dirt. still dirt coming yeah. out. Well, my and face. that shower curtain just grabbing it, moving it. I, it yep. was done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my beard had, I don't even have much of a beard, not like a oh, to Nick, God. and there was yeah. so much dirt. I was just like, how? I was like, oh, dirt, yeah, open sunscreen, face. tears, yeah. uh, what else? Yes. Yeah, so listeners, if you're ever in Chelan, please stay at Lakeside Lodge and Suites and yeah. get them some extra revenue to offset what they cost, what we cost them. In cleaning, yeah. <laughs> when you check in, though, <laughs> don't forget to wear your band. It's oh, very important to wear, wear your mine. band around. Yeah. I, oh, I remember to wear mine. mine. I totally remember. <laughs> I put it on this yes, morning. You did. <laughs> oh, you, speaking of that, that's one thing I learned on this trip is Nick is not patient. No. Oh, no. I, I, had, I, I had a meltdown. I absolutely. What? A couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> I stayed upright on my bike the whole time. Yeah. Ish. 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 Yeah, I had a meltdown. We were getting, we, I was just, I was he over He just it. wanted to get into his hotel and take a shower. Uh, it, it was just to like, his, you know, I mean, he was right. He's like, we're going to park all four bikes in the same stall. She just didn't if get we it. have one ticket yeah. on one bike, yeah. it should count for that stall. And she was like, no, everybody has to have a ticket. And you're like, okay. And just so we're clear, the bikes were parked right out the door from, like, you could see, you could them. see them. Yeah, what we were, and, like. And she was like, there's no way a motorcycle fits multiple motorcycles in a stall. And he's like, no, no, no we're going to put them all in there. I have a really good picture. Imagine of it. tricycles. Yeah. These are tricycles <laughs> yes. with motors. <laughs> so many people came by. Like I had, oh, I had a Honda 50. I used to ride yeah. that as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that as was little kids the best story. That's my size. Oh, that little guy coming by. My favorite color is red. I love your bike. Yeah, like, that's really cool. Yeah, it was so, very cool. Yeah. You know, one thing I wish I had done differently for sure. <laughs> I wish I had bought a proper uh, ADV helmet. The the whole time. There is a reason an ADV helmet exists, and oh, that yeah. is the perfect scenario for one. The uh, the Arai XD4, even though it doesn't have a good anti-fog shield, would have been the helmet for this, hands down. Uh, the climb is a little too loud, but the, uh, yeah, any proper ADV helmet with a pull-down chin bar. If you've ever seen those, you probably don't, a lot of people don't even know they have one. But if you have an Arai, you have a, a little pull-down chin thing that covers your chin and goes around your neck, and it deflects all that dust from coming up and in to around. Yeah. It makes a huge difference. That, I have one. Oh, you have one? I do. I didn't yeah. wear it. Shauna has one. I got it. I got it. It's like, this is the one you want. And it works great. And I really wish I had spent the money on that. I got the helmet I wanted instead of the, yes, the helmet exactly. I should have. And Both yes. of you looked fabulous. I know. I that was the thing. Is like, like, this helmet looks really yeah. good. It's yeah. completely impractical. It's the wrong helmet. Yeah. But it looks so good. And was, your goggles. Yeah. Your steampunk goggles. Oh, so I had an Arai helmet, uh, but it was an open face. And they don't have, I mean, it is actually really, really comfortable to wear all day. I didn't mind wearing it at all. It's very light. It's balanced. It was great. And I had um, 100% goggles. Really nice ones thank god and i um this should be another tip if you're riding a bunch in in mixed conditions where there's a lot of shade and a lot of sun the right lens you want is an amber lens not a dark gray lens not a smoke lens because you'll get blind in the shadows but it's, just, it's called transition lens for snow for anybody who's yep, just have uh, one of those too snowmobiling or snowboarding or skiing knows what a transition lens is this is yep. a transition lens that is the perfect lens for this and that, those goggles were awesome because i have any dust in my eyes i had a lot of dust around my face you had to every time you took off your helmet oh that's because the 13 dollar <laughs> steampunk amazon special goggles i bought looked fantastic but they didn't actually touch my face did they steam <laughs> they up Yes, they okay. steamed up. Okay. They let dust all the way around. They yeah. looked amazing. Yeah. They were horribly impractical. So I went for like the top shelf, top of the line goggles. I'm like, if I'm wearing these all day, I want like the triple layer foam. I want the no fog. And they worked awesome. I was so glad I had them all day. And But I kept breathing in dust every time. Uh, yeah. 
we're going to be coughing. I've been coughing for the last two days. <laughs> Nick's got the black along over Pretty there. much. Yes. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I had a, a, a traditional motocross helmet with the open with goggles, which kind of worked. I mean, yeah. a little bit of filtration. But the problem was I would put on a gator, and then I put my helmet down, and it would pull the gator off my face. So I yeah. just could have had to ride without Well, it, and I so. think if it was... 15% more moisture, then we wouldn't have as big of a dust problem. We would have had a lot more fun. You know, yeah, you talk about people there. disappearing. You go through that dirt, and it's like, you're gone. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the problem yeah. is the layer of dust was just enough of the right contrast that it would mask stuff on the road. Yeah. And then suddenly, you'd hit these giant rocks. It was like it was the color of, of the road. The yeah, road that was exactly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. Well, yeah. we said it when we were driving. If, if it had rained three days before and just was drying up, it would have been perfect conditions. I will say one of my favorite parts of that trip, and is wasn't even off road when we came out of Chelan and did that twenty five mile drive up. Was it twenty five miles? It's not really twenty five miles. Well, twenty five mile park. We stopped and got part. the picture, but that area that was a great drive it was coming beautiful. up. Yeah, that, that was just was beautiful. Yeah. So, I you know I can't wait to do this again. Yeah, well, same. Well, the three 100%. of us, the three of us, the, at least. the three Definitely. of you can do it. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, I think totally next in. year we'll probably start a little bit earlier in the season. I think. Yes. Probably Less fire. Yeah. Probably a little closer to the snow melt because you get, like I said, then we have moisture in the road and probably be a little less dusty. Yeah, it's kind of funny because two weeks earlier there was still snow on the Wabner. And then two weeks later there was so dry they had to close the part of the Wabner. So whatever, you can't win. But maybe second week of July next year and we will do the whole thing. And, of course, it will be more open to people. Now that we know a few things, (laughs) yeah, I think we'll... It turned into an experimental year, which I think was good. Well, that was sort of the plan anyway, was to see see how it goes the first year. See if this is miserable or a ton of fun. And good news, it's probably the most fun you can have on a motorcycle. So Even if you wreck. Yeah. Okay, let's talk yeah, about, that. Okay. about that. Now? Yeah, we're talking about that. The room. You want to take the commercial first, or you want to? Yeah, yeah. I'll take our next okay. break, and we come back. We'll talk about how uh, Brandon changed his name from fle- uh, flashlight to Skidmark. We'll be right back. <laughs> Grandpa, what do you call this thing again? It's a '66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. And we're back. Skidmark, take it away. You want to tell us what happened? No, no, hold oh, on. Well, no. It should be from I, our perspective. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and I have, we, we haven't talked about the one hidden elephant. We started the trip. Where you guys had to turn around because oh, somebody yeah. forgot their key. Oh, he was so overprepared for everything w- in the entire world. I wish world. somebody would have reminded him to bring an extra key. That would yeah. have been nice. Yeah, yeah you that got in email my head. a week before. I like, get in your head. I always leave my key in my monkey. Yeah. And then you're like, send this note. I was like, make sure you bring both keys. And I'm like, oh, yeah, both, both keys. That's keys. brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> so I got both my keys and I put them with my truck key. So in the morning when I got up, I'd grab my truck key and both my monkey keys would be there. Yeah. But instead, I'm like thinking about all these other things. We get in, grab my truck key, get in. We drive all the way. I'm almost the way to breakfast. You're not and even almost. You were parked in front of the building. No, no, no. <laughs> the, just, just before we pulled in there, we were pulling in, and somebody said something that made me think about the lock. And I'm like, did I grab the set of keys that has the lock? Did I grab the set of keys? It has the monkey key. The monkey key. Oh, crap. And I turned everybody in the car with me, and I'm like, 
I have this sinking feeling. We're about three blocks from breakfast. I have this sinking feeling that I loaded up everything but the key to my monkey. And Dan and I, I were about 20 minutes from key. breakfast. I've never taken my key out of my monkey, aside from the moment you made and that note. Just so we're clear, I'm usually grumpy in the evening when I don't have breakfast. And I didn't get breakfast that day because I had to sit in a Safeways parking lot and wait for your lovely daughter she to come. Amazing. I mean, Thank bring your, yeah. your key. Alex. So, we are... At the end of the Wabner, we are on a paved road. Yep. We, are, we are carving up this road at probably 25 miles an hour. Perfect Beautiful. pavement. 20 minutes from beer and bratwurst. We yep. are coming around the last corner. We can see the camera guy who is about to film us. This is literal. They we're not exaggerating, not exaggerating even a tiny bit. And Brandon decided to go check out the ditch. <laughs> I, you know, I, I still, you well, know, people, what exactly happened? I don't know exactly what happened. Well, that was the first car we'd seen, too. There was a car coming up. He wasn't in your lane or anything. No, like no, that. no. So he's driving fine. I think yeah. the combination of the car coming around the corner, I think I had been glancing at my map because I was sort of second nav, and I knew Dan was nav, and I was kind of just kind of keeping an eye on things. And, and there was a little bit of gravel on the road. I think it was just all those things, and I overcorrected. The monkey slid out from underneath me, and... I, I want to give a shout out to Moscow Moto. Yeah. I happen to be wearing my Moscow Moto pants and jersey, and if it hadn't been for that, way more damage. And the monkey slid, and I went across the pavement, and it hit the ditch, and then I just started tumbling. And I was sort of end over, end over, end over, end, sky ground, sky ground, sky ground, sky ground, smack, and I'm done. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh, that was really dumb. And I kind of feel like that's probably just on me. And I'm sitting there kind of pondering for a minute. And I hear Ben is down and he's not moving. I'm like, which was true. We had communication yeah. working at that <laughs> yeah. point. Which was Nick. And Nick yeah, is All of a sudden, the communication worked, <laughs> which is good. Yeah. And, I, and yeah. I'm like, no, no, I'm moving. I stood up. I'm like, I'm just reflecting on how dumb I am. I'm not actually that injured. And so I stood up and, you know, thank goodness I was wearing my riding pants because they took the majority of the damage. And I look at them now and I realize how much they saved me. If I, had, if I hadn't had all that reinforcement in all those places, I would have been torn up a lot more than I was. Yeah, you would have been cheddar. Your monkey did really well, too. The monkey, uh, yeah, yeah. The, it slid across all the, I put, you know, protection posts on front and rear and the, you know, the bigger oversized pedals and all those points made contact and they took all the damage. Well, your pedal, I mean, it your pedal, like a pedal. 30, <laughs> 30, 30% foot, off. You know, aluminum it. trail. It. it was, uh, I will say I, this. And I learned this. I was way too close to you. You almost ran me over. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But that, but that, and, and I think that at was that part moment of you were thinking about he didn't give me yeah, breakfast. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. This is and day two. He's still worried about. It. I mean, I that's because I was aiming for you. Yeah, exactly. I appreciate that no, yeah. in that moment no. you gave me a little bit of grace and you chose not to well, run me over. So I hate to tell that. you, but in my mind, I'm going. Okay, what do you do when the guy that actually knows all the CPR <laughs> and is in rescue goes down? Like, yeah. what the hell? The rest of us supposed to be. Yeah, what's the rescue supposed to do? Wait, he has the first aid kit. Yeah. And so. so I stood back up, and we stood the monkey back up, and we started up, and we got back on the road. And the monkey did great, and I was fine enough. And you got a nasty bruise on your hip, but other than that, that's compared to what you could have had without that, without the clothing you were wearing, that yeah. would have been a lot worse. Because well, yeah. he got mad at all of us when we got to Brats because he was like, "You got no pictures of me on the ground." I was, I was a little <laughs> yeah. put out. I was like, "Wait, wait no, all of you no, were we so didn't. concerned about my safety that wait, none of you thought move, to record Brandon. this or tape it? Like, seriously, do you even social, bro?" <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. I'm surprised one of us didn't be like, hold on, hold on. 
Get your camera first, then we'll <laughs> yeah. see if he's breathing. Well, the best part was then you look down the road, and there's our camera guy. We hired a camera guy, oh. and they have a camera guy on site, and he's holding this amazing red camera pointing in the other direction, direction. Yeah. looking over his shoulder, going like, what's going back Waiting here? for us to yeah. come by. Where, yeah. where yeah. are you guys? Yeah. What's going on? A hundred yards away. A <laughs> hundred yards away. Like, totally could have had it all. I mean, um, it was a pretty good corner to do that on, as far as, I mean, like, the ditch yeah. wasn't full of, like, jagged rocks. It, it was, was fine. Yeah. 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 You didn't even go into the other lane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really, you did a good job at crashing. <laughs> Way to crash. crash. Like you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, stick to your strengths. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe the key came out. <laughs> oh, there it is. Uh, I'm a key master monkey. Yeah, <laughs> We're going to be the gatekeeper. He can be the key, key master. master. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> this is what it was. I mean, the the entire trip was this. We were, we would bring up something, and then the next thing you know, we would make fun of each other with it. So well, it was a blast. And speaking of making fun of each other, so we had started the rally, and we were just on the dirt roads, and I was feeling I was feeling pretty good. <laughs> and I go around this corner, and I'm turning. Bike's not turning going straight <laughs> nail the brakes and I go off into this bush and I'm like okay I'm good nobody saw it and I turn around and Brian and Brandon are right there going ah, ha, 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 ha. All right, to your benefit no, we yeah. were cooking pretty good and everything we was like a, a like a big you know, corner. Yeah. And, and this corner wasn't just a 90 degree. It was kind of going backwards, <laughs> you know. And so <laughs> off camera, wrong direction. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and it was also really sandy kind of, right? And so you literally, you hit the brakes and the bike just kept going. And then I saw you were like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and it's just, you were slowing down, but you were slowing down off the trail. And yeah. they were giant bush in the perfect spot. And you just like rolled into it. And they were like, Maybe two feet off the trail, yeah. in the bush. It's just holding their bike up. You're just looking. Yeah. You turn around. You're like, "Oh, you were right there. Oh, you're right there." <laughs> Damn, it. Damn it, the GoPro's not on. I think we all we all missed some corners. Like they were, they were all good oh, corners yeah. to miss, though. I got nobody real like, close missed, yeah. many times. Yeah, there were times that I would come around the corner, and there would be this probably quarter of a mile straight away, and all I would see is dust. Skid. Like like I was chasing the, like the road runner <laughs> from like, and Dan would be like, you, just, "You can hear him cackling, just laughing, having a great time." So. It was fun. There was one section where we went back to look for your uh, next GoPro. Yeah. Yeah. And going down that section was way harder than going oh, up. Had it. we went in reverse in that section, that's I almost went off because I came to yeah. tell you we found on video it was too far back and we should not go looking for it anymore. And it was I I thought I blew the front tire. I thought I was going over the edge. It was bad. The rocks we're definitely working in our favor going up that hill, not Yeah, because when you're down. going up, you can kind of like w- pull your weight back and get a little weight off the front. But yeah. going down it, man, you're just – that think about suspension. going up those switchbacks that we went down. Yeah. That would be a – that would be a that, by the going way, I don't know who designed that. We, w- we went down into a valley. We did switchbacks into a valley. And then all of a sudden we crossed the valley, and then we went back up the valley, across the valley, and <laughs> it was like, where are we going? <laughs> like, I can see you get lost up there. Oh, it'd be easy yeah. to get lost up there. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can get lost maps. when you get back down to the road, and Dan says, oh, yeah, that's a road I used to ride on, and, and that was a road we needed to turn at. Yeah, I thought that was later. funny. But when I used to ride on it, it wasn't the Wabder. Yeah. It's Mad River Road, by the way, and then, which is the way you get up to the Wabder from Ardenvore. Now, hold and, on. Yeah. You tell the whole story. Yeah, so I was like, I, we were riding along, and we get down to the store, and I'm like, man, it's around here somewhere. And I'm like, I used to ride down here when I was a kid up at Mad River before the Wabder. And so we go up the road like 10 miles. <laughs> And it wasn't quite 10, but it was a way. It, it was, was a close. long way. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, hey, look, an H3. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a Camaro. Yeah. <laughs> we were having a good time. It was finally, you know, it was, we got to cruise where it was cooling down really, right? You got the yeah. air, and then all of a sudden we're like, we don't 
we don't, is this the right way? And then Dan's I couldn't like, see the screen. Dan's yeah. like, I don't know. My screen's not lit up. And Brandon's like, I, there, Guys, we have we to, pass pass this. We have to pass this. Let's yes. just pull over. And we pull over and Nick's like, uh, we brought Brian. He's just playing in the parking lot. Oh yeah. He was, <laughs> these two are trying to do the map and I'm sitting there and you're out there like jumping over like rock piles. And I'm like, it's like having a child. But I will say like, we don't, we only got like misdirected like that twice. That was that time. And then we went up. We went up the hill there to meet the camera crew, and we had gone the wrong well, way. Well, and we went the wrong way on accident. And I yeah. will say that was no one's fault. We no. said as soon as the pavement ends, we're going to stop because that was the start of the morning, and put all of our dust gear on. Yeah. Right. Because nobody wanted to wear it until we had to. And then we stopped, and right where we stopped, you could go both ways. And since we pulled to the one side, and we just started going, and it was like we just started going like, the wrong way. How much of the things that, we know what's up there now. that we were saying to each other while sitting and waiting for that road to be cleared, do you think the woman with the sign heard us say? <laughs> no, geez. We got stopped, and, and there really wasn't. They were, they were watering the road, and then there was nobody, nobody. They I mean, were trying we, to we were there it. probably, they what, were, yeah. 15 minutes? Oh, 20. 20, yeah. 20 minutes? Yeah. I mean, and we were like one person from the flagger, and, and all of us were kind of making comments into the radio. <laughs> I'm like, I wonder if she can hear this, and she's just not letting us go because of that. Oh. Yeah. yeah, let's just say construction over in the Chelan area was not efficient, but it was probably paid by the hour. Well, it, it, the <laughs> yeah. worst part is the road said one-way traffic, and then when they let us go, they let us go both directions. Both directions. <laughs> right. like, what are we doing here? That was the most water we'd seen on the road, though. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 Uh, well, I can't wait to do it again, for one. I can't wait to do the whole route. I can't wait to do Idaho, because riding some of that when I was in McCall, um, it's more of the same, but different views. Way more wildlife. Way more wildlife out there. So I can't wait to see more of that. When I watched that Motor Trend Baja monkey trip, and I was just like, man, like, who gets to do stuff like this? Like, I, just, I remember feeling envious. And then, Dan, you're like, hey, we should go do this. I'm like, yes, please. <laughs> that idea went fast. That like, went really fast. Yeah. yeah. I was surprised we had as many people step up and actually get bikes. Yeah. Um, but I'm really glad it was you guys. And it was a ton of fun. I can't wait to do it again. And we're going to. Make Brian get another bike. Well, I, I mean, the first time I, I literally I texted you. I was like, "Can I go?" And you're like, "If you get a bike, I guess you could be a chase vehicle if you don't." And I was like, "I'll find a bike." And you're like, "You'll never <laughs> you, find a bike." You drove like, to Idaho. Yeah, I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, you tell Idaho <laughs> got one." Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go get it. <laughs> I think for a beta run, four people was good. Oh yeah. Like I feel like that was there was a lot of logistical stuff we were working out, communications and mm-hmm. fuel and gear and how many spares and all that stuff. And I think if we'd have had more. We'd have, it had been more cumbersome. Yeah. I think this felt like... Especially the, with communications. Just yeah. felt like just the right amount to work through, and we kind of identified some stuff that we'll do differently next time, and we'll simplify in some things, and we'll change some of the preparation in other areas, and it'll be, you know, 10 times the event that it was, and it was amazing. I don't know how it would be better, but I think it will still be 10 times better. I can't wait to run Stampede now. I'm going to go do that pretty soon. Okay, Give me a call. Well, so I was going to say, don't you I'm do without us. No, 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 no. Um, yeah. We can fit them all in the trailer. Yeah, exactly. yeah. They're They're just yeah. down the road. You can, ride you, can, you can watch from the dealership. <laughs> I can watch from the dealership. Yeah. You can be our chase truck. We'll live yeah. stream I, to I you. Will, I will start chase trucking. We yeah, can do stampede trucking. down to Greenwater, then up to the top of Rainier. Absolutely. Yes. yes. That's Such an easy day ride. Or go do Natchez. And then we'll just take the get the trailer at the top and go down. Yeah. I work from home now. Hopefully my boss doesn't know about this podcast. So anytime you anytime you want to go, let me know. I will just block a bunch of my he, calendar. He will be meeting we'll that day. I'm in meetings, meetings all, day. all day. He's I having some that. creative time on Stampede Pass, coming up with new technology. Yeah. I wish I, I had that flexibility. Yeah. This is definitely mental health time. Like, I can't imagine. Well, we all vote. You need that. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. More than the rest of us. 
yeah, I needed. I, I came back to water. I didn't know. I was going to mention that at the beginning yeah. of the show. I have water officially in my house now, and I think I have like 80 psi out of the tap. It's pretty Ooh, amazing. It's like I can spray over the top of the house out of the hose. I'm like, nice. yes. It's always <laughs> so, nice when you can shower. <laughs> yeah. So those congratulations, Dan. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. That's my small victory. Uh-huh. Uh, coming up for Avance, of course, the big one, Avance Fest. That is Sunday, September 1st. I will be melting in Grants Pass, Oregon, and won't be there, unfortunately. Um, but uh, hopefully Nick will be. We'll yeah, I'm, I'm not sure in what capacity. Actually, <laughs> Chrissy just messaged me about that, so no. that's funny. Hi, um, I think I think we may be there to, for a little bit. Um, so I don't I don't know. I don't want to prom- overpromise. So. Yeah, yeah, I wish I wish I was in town for that because I unfortunately not going to be. Uh, the next one coming up on the fifth will be Camp Good Times uh, Drive-a-thon. This is a fundraiser for a 501c3 nonprofit and. They help uh, children, siblings, and families in Washington and Alaska dealing with pediatric cancer. So that's a very good cause you should be involved in. So that is going to be down at uh, Shelton at the Ridge. So you can check that out, uh, avance.com, and then check out events and sign up. Yeah. Tell them we sent you. August 14th, Avance Off Road. Oh, yeah. That's right. I will be at that, hopefully. Next one. There's a lot going on August 14th. Um, my parents will be in town, so I'll have a lot of stuff going on, but I will Bring be Bring them out. We'll oh, yeah. around the track. <laughs> it's a long commute from your house I know. Now, so. Yeah. It oh, is. Yeah. It's very difficult. Trip and fall onto the track. So, yeah, exactly. I can see it. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that I can have the truck done for the September of Ons Off-Road, because I made a splash the first one that opened up, and... We should have the new truck up and ready by then. Nice. That'll be good. Yeah. Well, I had a really good talk with the Rimmers at the, the Dirtfish Day. And oh, they good. They love the Avant stuff. I can't so. tell. Um, if you don't, you, yeah, don't, you, can't, uh, you can't see me. Dan is decked out in Dirtfish gear. Right? Yeah. Well, I, they can see you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We do have a yeah. camera here tonight. Yeah. But yeah, I'm wearing the Dirtfish head to toe. Yeah. So. And Thanks, we're Josie. talking about a ladies only event that Josie's going to help out with. Yes. And Sammy Dallas is going to help out with. And Chrissy Wells is going to help with. My daughter, who drove the monkey keys up, is going to help out with. So we're super excited about a ladies' day. Probably September. We're looking at September as the. Either September or October. It's going to be a Dirtfish day. day? or, or like, yeah, Dirtfish. It'll nice. be an Avance Off-Road Day, but it'll be ladies cool. only. Cool. We'll yeah. have the normal crew kind of manning Sweet. stuff, but attendees will be manning. ladies only. Is that, you're going to yes, have men out there manning. 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 Men manning. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and then the ladies will be having fun. Fair enough. Yes. Yes. That's awesome. All right. Thanks, guys, for coming. Yeah. We had a ball. Thanks. I mean, I know, I, I'm glad everybody, we we're safe and everybody's, you know. So I got some dirt in my teeth, but, you know. Worth Those it. are bugs under the nails. They, yeah. There was a lot of bugs in my teeth. Yeah, <laughs> so. that's sadly true. That happened. Well, my <laughs> wife, I think, summed it up best when she said, "Out having fun with people who are fun." And I, I totally. Oh, agree. so you didn't tell her who you were with? I get it. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. For this episode of Rain City Supercars, I'm Nick. I'm Dan, and don't just get there. Enjoy the drive. <laughs>